You want to just uh, tear on through these? Okay. Just oh, hang on. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Let's do it. What do are it. we waiting for? Yeah, nothing. You're do listening it. to Being Jim Davis. Take your Jedi weapon. It <laughs> Sorry. Do it. I'm going to start over. Okay. Uh, podcast Ian McDermott. You're listening to Being Jim right. David. You Yes, do it. Do it. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. If it looks like a podcast and walks like a podcast and quacks like a podcast, it's probably a podcast about ducks. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. John, today is Friday, the 24th of November, 1978. We're looking at the 159th ever Garfield comic strip. And I might mention, John... The I'm not sure how many strip since the last <laughs> appearance of Lyman. Uh, looks like we haven't. Uh, oh, somebody updated hasn't that. been keeping up. Yeah, keeping, haven't updated yeah. that. I, it okay. looks like uh, updating really quick. The 11th strip, John, since the last appearance of Lyman. Hashtag wow. where's Lyman? Where could he be? John, what happens in today's strip? In today's strip. Sorry, the 12th. The 12th strip since the last appearance of Lyman. Go on. In, in today's strip, the 12th since the last appearance of Lyman, Jim Davis forgets that today is not a Sunday. John, I don't understand that synopsis at all. I've been waiting all week for you to explain to me what you mean by that. Oh, it's a Wee Cats strip. Mm. The, the Very uh, subtle. ever popular... We cats construction. It's it's typically a Sunday operation. Today John, occurring on, on the uh, the very the unusual Friday. It's a real in joke of a synopsis there. <laughs> Ex expecting a great deal of attention and recall from our listeners, far more than I exhibited. I mean, is it really? I mean, we just. Uh kind of explained it it seems like yeah i mean i'm just saying like yeah. i wouldn't have got i would not have caught on to that and by would not i mean did not do you want me to uh, edit it so that it sounds like you did get it no 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 that's fine i'm look i'm comfortable with people knowing that i totally did not get that one but now that you've explained it to me it makes sense i mean um, look maybe it was verbal irony i don't know no one knows what kind of irony it was. Anyway. It could anyway, have been Sunday irony. Garfield, uh, Garfield's in, okay, panel one, Garfield, uh, Garfield is sitting in, in front of a, a wall, uh, um, mm -hmm. like he's sitting in the he, corner. He does look like he has been sent to the corner. Yeah, 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 like where's the dunce yeah. cap, like, anyway. So he's in the corner, and he's thinking, we cats are loners. Mm. Mm. It's weird that he's in the corner like that. It looks like he is a child who has misbehaved and like was yeah. sent to stand in the corner in an mm -hmm. old-fashioned way. Yeah, which is like, you know, you can try doing that to a cat, but it doesn't mm -hmm. usually work. Also, John, is that Garfield's shadow on the wall, or does John Arbuckle have some kind of black mold problem in his home? I'm going to go with the mold thing because it's funnier. It doesn't look like a shadow. Like, it's yeah. placed where the shadow should be, but it's sort of the wrong shape. Hmm. I mean, 
I I don't know. If you look at the shadow in the next panel, that like that's clearly Garfield's shadow, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but it's it's also kind of stylized and you know incomplete. Yeah, like look like Garfield's tail doesn't project a shadow. Mm, that's Is Garfield's true. tail a vampire? Whereas in panel one, okay, two points on that. Okay. Panel one, Garfield's tail really oh. does seem to have a little bit of a shadow. Yeah. Point two. Do vampires not cast shadows? I thought they didn't reflect in mirrors. I thought that was a... Th- is that not a thing? Is that it? Am I getting my paranormal beings uh, confused? It's very possible. I just... I, I don't remember hearing about vampires not casting shadows. All right. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So it's possible that Garfield is a vampire. We have... <laughs> I thought you were going to complain about the fact that the the tail shadow and the body shadow, if that's what it is in panel one... Uh, aren't they don't appear to be cast by the same light source because they're at different angles? Mm-hmm. Like the tail shadow looks like it's more or less like the light is coming from directly above, and the the body shadow is on the wall to mm-hmm. the right. So it's like maybe like a forty-five degree angle. Are you looking something mm-hmm. up right now? What are you talking about, <laughs> John? God damn it. <laughs> John, you'll be interested to learn that although not traditionally regarded as an apotropaic, mirrors have been used to ward off vampires when placed facing outwards on a door because in some cultures, and here's the rub, in some cultures, vampires do not have a reflection and sometimes do not cast a shadow, perhaps as a manifestation of the vampire's lack of soul. Now, you might be wondering what the word apotropaic means. No, I, I wondered I, that I myself. Blew right past that. I mean, I wondered that for a second, su- and then I was like, uh, I don't care. Apotropaic, this is a good word, means supposedly having the power to avert evil or bad luck. Mm. That's a good word to know. Apotropaic. Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, panel two. Mm-hmm. Gar- Garfield is walking back in the other direction. Yep. Away from the wall he was just standing next to. For some reason. It's back to the left, or stage mm-hmm. right, if you will. Yep. And he's thinking, with one possible exception. Yeah, so they're the usually ellipsis. loners, but there's an exception to that mm-hmm. rule. Mm-hmm. What could it be? We find out in panel three, mm. uh, John Arbuckle is sitting at the counter, having mm-hmm. his standard meal of a sandwich that he's <laughs> holding and a plate full of peas and mashed potatoes with no room to put the sandwich down and no fork. <laughs> and no fork, yes. <laughs> Garfield is oh. all over him like a rash, smiling and hu- hugging all cuddly, and he's mm-hmm. thinking, we can be very social when it comes to food. I want to suck your blood. Well, he is gra- he is grasping John by the neck. Yeah, he really does look like so, he's about to bite John yeah. Arbuckle in the neck. yeah. It's interesting. We yeah. Um, I, I I have two two things I like about this panel. Go on. I like that John Arbuckle doesn't say or think anything. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I, I like I like John when he's I, I like it when he's totally silent. Yeah, John Arbuckle has a great repertoire of mm-hmm. irritated slash surprised faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if he and, talks, and it usually one. ruins it for me. Yeah. Uh, and number two. Uh, I like that John's neck and collar both seem like unusually long mm, or tall. All I guess. the 
all the better for Garfield to suck John's blood. Yeah, like, look at that collar. Like, yeah. that thing is huge. Yeah, his neck is sort of being covered up by Garfield's paw, but just based on the placement of his head and his shoulders, his neck must be, like, <laughs> half the length of his... Like, almost as tall as his head. Yeah. Like, that is an Im- impossibly long neck. And then his his act- his shoulders are extremely narrow. Mmm. <laughs> Interesting, interesting artwork there by Jim Davis. <laughs> Jim Davis is always, always astute grasp of human anatomy. He's I mean, a real Jim Davis, okay. a real, a real Leonardo da Vinci there. Like I know what, I a, know, pe- what a piece of work is John, is John Arbuckle. What a, yes, In proportion, okay. so perfect. Mm. I mean, I, I get that you know standard cartoon conventions, people's bodies uh-huh. are you know blah 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 blah, but but it's like it's not even consistent with where it's been in the past it's like i don't know if it were consistent i think it would like it'd be it'd be fine but it's not even consistent yeah it's how's it going it over is there a weird it is a weird weird i was trying to find the exact line the the passage what a piece of work is man I was going to repeat it with John Arbuckle. It, it like it's it, the moment is past. Do you want to? Uh, no, go ahead. Do you want to give a clean no, rating? No. I'll, no, I'll dub it no, over. No, you know it's what? Fine. We'll dub <sighs> it in. What a piece of work is John Arbuckle! How noble in reason! How infinite in faculty! In form and moving and express and admirable! In neck, how like a giraffe! In apprehension, how like a god! Uh, whatever. And my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, well, there you go. Yeah, uh, it's it's a comic strip. It's yeah, it's, it's fine. not it's not offensive. No, it's no. fine. Uh, I think um, you know I, I I'll I'll just mention this really quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. um, this week, uh, Jim Davis has been consistent about one thing and that's putting the punchline in the correct panel <laughs> yeah the the rhythm of the strips this week has has been very um consistent mm-hmm. yeah uh, and, and and the I language th- has been for the most part relatively clean except for that your neat cat thing from yesterday. Mm, it hasn't been too wordy for the most yeah. part uh yeah. like today is probably the wordiest strip mm-hmm. um, yeah but it's it's a wee cat strip so what are you gonna do yeah, what are you gonna do? Of course, you know he's gonna get a little, a little, uh, a little wordy. I, I have to say, I think you have felt more positive about this return to convention than I have. I kind of like the weird strips where the punchline is in panel one for some reason, <laughs> or like, it just uh, bizarre stuff happens that doesn't make sense. I find you know, everything this week has been fine. It's been workmanlike, hmm. but it's been there's been sort of an uh, unremarkable mediocrity. To well, the let week, me put it this say. way: I think I, I agree with that. There has been an unremarkable mediocrity to the to the caliber of strips this week. But I think for me, I think if there's going to be a punchline, mm-hmm. I think I want to see it in a you know in a conventional place. Like if you're going to have a punchline. Mm-hmm. Put it in panel three, for the love of God. I mean, like... 
Well, I just, I, mean, I, I just, I, I'm just proud that Jim Davis has made progress. In that it is you, you and your conventional bourgeois morality, I guess. Um, this has nothing to do with morality. True. It's yeah, I mean, about I, literary, I can't, literary criticism here. Can't deny that. Look, look. You've been listening to being Jim Davis. No? The true right. story of two strangers okay. picked to record a daily Garfield recap podcast to find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. How were we picked to record this podcast? I never did figure that out. We were chosen by God. Well, um, I mean, was it like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of situation? I mean, uh, no, I, I think it was, as I said, chosen by God. Okay, all right. Um, you can support... <laughs> You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can email us at info at beingjimdavis.com. You can visit the blog, www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can leave us a comment or sign up to co-host our podcast. That is literally true. You can buy our merchandise at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. And I'm at Inscrutable Talk. Thanks for listening and goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow. Most likely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can see you. But...